0: In college football, if you reduce it to, it's only fun if you are the best, like, we are essentially saying 120, 125 colleges and their fans are wasting their time. And I just don't think that's true. I don't think that, like, actually holds any water.
1: What's up, Georgia football fans? My name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 345 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. I'm usually joined by my two co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller. In fact, if you missed episode 344 that we recorded last week, you'll hear all three of us. And uh, make sure while you're there, check us out on YouTube because we published it on YouTube, which is something that we plan on doing a little bit more of this season. But this is a very special Spotlight Series episode that Tony hosts. So please join us in welcoming Ryan Nanny from the Shutdown Fullcast on the show. On one of his bios online, I think it was his SB Nation profile, it says Ryan writes about college and professional football without having played either, which makes him an expert on both and a true American. I couldn't agree more. So without any further ado, here's episode 345.
2: All right. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Tony Waller. I'm here with Ryan Manny. Uh many places you've heard of. Uh, most likely, if you listen to podcasts, you've heard him on the college football, uh, the internet's only college football podcast, uh, uh, the Shutdown Fullcast. Uh, Ryan, welcome to Waiting Since Last Saturday. Thank you for having me. So, I, um, because I want to keep Fidelity with kind of Spencer's way of doing things, I'm not going to introduce you for like 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump right in and talk about very important college football stuff. What do you think about the live golf?
0: <laughs> I like that this is... It's, it feels rare that golf can have something happen that mushrooms to the point where people who, like, probably haven't watched a round in 15 years know what's happening. And not only know what's happening, but, like, have a sense of the import of it. It's I will say, it's fun to, like, know people, like, at the Shotgun Start or at No Laying Up or whatever, and just imagine what yesterday was like for them. Because, like... I don't know. We're coming up on the U.S. Open. Uh, I think there's a tournament coming up in Canada. Oh right yeah, now. The Canadian Open. They, that's yeah, yeah. They got them last year too. Right. So like, if you're in golf media, and you we're recording this on Wednesday after the news of this merger, heavy air quotes, uh, dropped. You wake up on Tuesday and you're just like, that's eh, probably just gonna be a normal day, you know? Maybe get some, maybe start working on uh, some U.S. Open preview content. Blah blah blah. Boom entire world explodes it's like like we think i don't know like the biggest like seismic thing that has happened in college football closest to this is maybe like oklahoma and texas announcing that they're moving to the sec or ucla usc to the big 10 but this would be like if we woke up on a tuesday and it was it was like oh the nba just bought the big 10 they just own them now like what? Yeah. yeah, I mean
2: it's uh, and and some of the good faith actors are 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 relevant there too. Um, yeah, I think that was I was listening to No Laying Up this morning. I uh, just to try to get sense because I'm like I'm you know I'm from Georgia. I'm obliged to like golf. Thanks for asking about my Tahoe, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'm obliged to like golf. Actually, I enjoy playing golf. Um, I think there is a nice little crossover for y'all. Uh, to To help to help out, raise a little more money for New American Pathways. Uh, by the way, wait until last Saturday, listeners. If you've never, uh, if you have never listened to Shutdown Fullcast, uh, I guess it started back in the Ed uh, Ed uh, EdSBS days. Yeah. Yeah. The fundraising coming there, but it's, it's kind of mushroomed. Uh, nearly nine hundred thousand this year, over. Yeah, uh, yeah. over nine hundred thousand, like, almost a million. Cool,
0: cool. They're still doing some like backroom accounting and stuff i don't think it's going to hit a mill but it got dangerously close
2: yeah and, and as a former uh, executive director of a nonprofit, that was uh super impressive uh you you dream about days like that um but um yeah it's like like hey you know with with uh piff money we could get uh, some sponsorship for uh junko golf um if you haven't been listening to shutdown forecast spencer hall who is uh one of ryan's co-hosts on the shutdown forecast um it does increasingly wild um, challenges for people if the fundraising, although he still has to drink what eighty nine beers or something. It's like um, over a hundred. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah.
0: Um, but half the challenge, frankly, is getting Spencer to deliver on these promises. But I, I feel like he's going to do the of golf. Yeah, he will. Yeah. So uh, that but I thought that was kind of cool. But
2: going back to listen to to no laying up, I was like, I don't listen to golf podcasts because. I frankly I enjoy playing golf because it's an excuse to get outside and and and, and disconnect and, and drink in a public place, yeah. uh, which is frankly why I okay. Um, But uh, you know I, I'm terrible at it, but I pay close enough attention if if it's a random Sunday afternoon I'll probably have golf on on the porch while I'm doing other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right, it's like. I can tell you exactly what
0: Rory must be doing. And <laughs> Preston <Impressive. laughs> was like,
2: yeah, sex for y'all. Right, right,
0: right. Yeah, it's oh, just super wild. Super, super wild.
2: Yeah, and its uh, I don't think it's going to stop. If, if um, Also, you know, one hand, I'll probably let Larry Scott up, up off the mat of being the worst. <laughs>
0: ever.
2: Um, so I think Larry Scott. I
0: mean, you say that. The Pac-12 would kill to get bought by the BIF at this point, right? Like that yeah. would be that would possibly be the best outcome for them at this point. A a league that as of now still does not have a new television deal. And it's we are hurtling towards the regular season. Yeah, I don't I don't
2: think there's I mean Arizona Fist with Arizona State and Arizona really well. Arizona State in particular is like, yeah, sure. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, we, we like all money. We gave our coach some, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. That feels right. <laughs> um, so, you know, getting to, to more serious football stuff or more serious podcasting stuff, one of the reasons, I mean, Ryan, one of the reasons I, I wanted you on the podcast is I, um I, I have, I've long liked your writing. I like your style. Thank you. You know, like all the rest of us that have podcasts or we're former bloggers, we're former lawyers. Um, And I think there is, it's interesting. It's always interesting to hear I think about how other people think and also how other people write. Um, I'd love to hear, I mean, just a little bit how you wound up writing for how you put a uh, a, mysterious, a mysterious lawyering job to become a full-time sports blogger, which yeah. is, you know, there's a lot of us have tried and failed, but good for you.
0: Uh, well, I mean, TBD, I, I, maybe <laughs> by the time we do this next year, you'll be like, so Ryan, you've gone back to lawyering. What's that like? Um, the short version is, I started doing this part-time and originally just for fun and for free uh, under a pseudonym while I was a lawyer. So it wasn't, it wasn't like I just jumped completely into the deep end of the pool without any prep whatsoever. Um, That was back when I was working for a law firm and I started writing for Spencer. Uh, He (laughs) found me in the comment section of Every Day Should Be Saturday and he had sort of like and he had reached out and sort of said like, hey, you know, if you ever feel like writing something uh, totally up to you on your own schedule, blah, 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 no pressure. Um, and I sort of took that opportunity that slowly grew into write a little bit on a part time basis for some money. And then the way this sort of turned into a career, uh, I was working uh, for the city of New York. We had a mayoral election in which um, Mike Bloomberg was no longer mayor for the first time in nine years, and I learned the hard way that when you work for local government and there's turnover at the very tip top, everybody else leaves. So I it kind of was fortuitous where I had an offer from Vox to go write for them full time. Uh, I wasn't making a ton of money as a city employee anyway, so it wasn't it was I didn't have to like wrestle with some huge cost of living adjustment um and yeah I I I struggle with this not because uh, not because I'm uncomfortable with how it all played out but there's no like vision to it there's no like well I did this so that I could this could happen I just sort of like followed my bliss and stumbled into this accidentally
2: Well you know I, I always find that to be intriguing considering doing what I do uh, at the University of Georgia School of Law. Um, that it is fascinating to me to hear how people wind up where they are. by, you know, because I often, often times you get asked, How did you end up podcasting with Will Leach of all people? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really was a random, uh, very similar. He, when he first moved to Athens, he from New York, he reached out to some people on Twitter that he liked either either read, I can't believe you read any of my stuff, but I mean, it, that he found to be modestly interesting and he invited several of us to various things and which I just got to know him through that. And, yeah. and you know, one day we're watching a, a women's world cup game um, and Scott Duvall, who's our co-host, also had read a blog that I used to write on called uh, the George sports blog. And, you know, it was like, Hey, I love the blog. We should do a podcast and we'll like offhand hands and add podcast for y'all. And here we are what eight years later, I'm right. still doing this. Um, so it it never fails to amaze me. Although I've seen it happen literally hundreds or, or more times, so like I really have a plan. It's just kind of like I kind of did what I wanted to do, and it worked out. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad it wasn't a. <laughs> well, you know, Spencer was really attracted to my ability to write, um, to write investigative prospectuses <laughs> or white papers on whatever it was you were doing. Yeah. He
0: just and, wanted access to a free LexisNexis account. That's all. Uh, there's
2: see. nothing wrong with that either. Nothing
0: yeah. Wrong. No judgment.
2: Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm curious. Uh, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to ruin what y'all do at uh, full uh, oh, time. How can,
0: could how could you ruin the audio oh, nightmare? I mean,
2: so I assume because I, I, oftentimes here y'all referring to no, notes and rundowns. <laughs> um, so I, I'm assuming that y'all y'all and probably you, being being the lawyer of the group, uh, try to herd those cats in some way. Uh, if nothing else, so you'll have something to guide people away from stuff that, you know, maybe like the so like like the Sun Bowl story, which you still can't yeah. talk about or yeah. whatever.
0: Um, so we've been doing the show now for, somebody told us it either just hit a decade or it's coming up on a decade. And the Number. answer changes why, like, th- there are different answers to that question over different times. Mm-hmm. There are times where we like had a document that sort of like, here are the things that we're going to like here's the rough roadmap right now. Like it is largely unless there, there's like the exception where like, like for example, we did a game recently uh, where I gave them the names of uh, an NIL collective, a um, a protein drink, a protein powder or a nineties like dance house music group. And they had to identify, like, which one was which because they all sound similar. That one I have, like, a document and I've, like, done some prep for. But by and large, I would say more often than not, we're just sort of, like, jumping in and seeing what happens. And most of the time, one or two of us have, like, a thing we want to talk about or focus on. And the rest of us sort of riff on that or expand upon it or we end up just reading Wikipedia frequently, but like there isn't, I, I, I you are right that I have had the urge. And I think Holly is the other person who has had the urge to sort of like build the show, but I've sort of given up at this point. It's just going to be what it is. And and that's okay with me. Well, I mean,
2: I think it's great that you let go of that because the reality is the show is kind of, I mean, I don't, I have no idea what your numbers are, but I imagine they're pretty big uh but it, people there's something there's something charming about it about i mean it's almost in a weird way it's almost like seinfeld but around college football because it's sure. not really about anything it's just yeah it's three people that genuinely care for each other genuinely like each other all three smart people coming from different spaces Who? Uh, who's
0: th- wait who's not smart who's the, who's the fourth because there's four of us which one of us does is not smart and doesn't care <laughs> Is it Jason? Jason doesn't.
2: We would kiss all. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: no, No, I I think, I think you're right. I meant to say four. I meant to say four. No, I, I think, I think you're right. And what, what it is, what, or at least my approach to it has been this is a show that we, for a long time, just did for fun. Like nobody, when we all worked together at Esme Nation, nobody was like telling us, you know, where's the show? We need to do the show, blah, blah, blah. We just sort of, decided we wanted to do it and we have kept it up at various places and incarnations because we like doing it. And because it's fun to just sort of like spend an hour or two goofing with one another. And I think mostly we have learned, I have learned that that's the important thing to stay true to. It means that the show can get very, very far from the concept that it supposedly revolves around but I have learned to be comfortable with that because we are not trying to make a college football podcast. We are people who like college football who happen to have a podcast.
2: Yeah, I, I think it works. It just works. I mean, look, I've I've I, I've tweeted both at the the main on uh, the main Twitter feed for the thing and for each kind of you and Spencer individually. It's a lot of times it is like it literally is like. I, I've I've never done cocaine, but I feel like <laughs> this is what it would be like to do cocaine. Um, and it's not it's it's not because it's like any sort of like well yeah maybe because I do have to have another yet. but uh, also is just because it's like it's such wide ranging and the it, the 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 amount of nonsense that and it's just because it's I'm sure it's because I'm a college football fan. Who also has many varied other interests, and those align fairly neatly with some of the things y'all are interested in. But on the other hand, it also reminds me of like hanging out and talking with friends in a sure. way that that is maybe we try to emulate that on our podcast too. I mean, right. we try to be a little more frameworky, just because um you know we 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 don't we don't claim to be like a college football podcast. podcast. We focus on Georgia athletics, but I, I would say our listeners would say to to the detriment of our star ratings on Apple or whatever, that we are um we are far more likely to 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 talk about what is going on in, in Athens or Champaign, Illinois mm-hmm. or, you know, with the presidential race than we are the to about the niceties of, you know, George's three, four defense. Mm-hmm. Not at all our, our strong state because none of yeah. us play football and, you know, other than what I listen to Richard Johnson talk
0: about. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And I think like that's good. That's a good thing for people to keep in mind whenever they're trying to make anything content wise is sort of like, what is it that you, what's your skill set? What are you in? Where is your enthusiasm? And like trying to build something, you know, I've, I, I spent a lot of time early in my sports media career, like, trying to write what I thought or trying to make what I thought sports media was supposed to be. And ultimately it's like, yeah, it's a good way to become a pale imitation of people who uh, can do that thing better than you do when you could be doing the thing that you can do best instead.
2: Yeah. You know, it's weird. Um, One of the Course, I mean, kind of blogging eventually became passe anyway, but, or at least in the form that, you know, y'all did and I did on a uh, much smaller scale, but it just kind of got boring in a way that I can't really, because I felt like I was writing the same thing over and over sure. um, and writing. Writing is a chore for me. Like I, I am, I am, I am the talking lawyer. I am not the one that you you hand a stack of cases to, to
0: say go write a brief. <laughs> well, I'm you can just guy. use Chat GPT now. You don't need to go yeah, find the case.
2: <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I was I was absolutely the attorney that you would hand a brief to four minutes before court say we got a hearing, you should go. Um, so um, so I uh I it's I do want to note that uh Ryan, if you don't know Ryan, Ryan is a uh, dedicated Florida Gator. Uh he is one of the most sane people about being a Florida Gator fan. Mm-hmm ever listened to he's wearing a Florida shirt which I I totally respect
0: I was I didn't do that on purpose oh, I is. just I realized like 10 minutes before I logged on I was like oh right
2: cool well, cool, cool yeah yeah it doesn't yeah. matter I mean look I am as as much as I don't like the don't like the University of Florida Fighting Gators um I am a huge supporter of anybody supporting their their team like we have I have a we have a former Gator cheerleader it was a second year, and I mean, we have multiple uh, former UF students here at the University of Georgia School of Law, and um, it, it, of course, we have you know people from other 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 schools that, that Georgia plays a fair amount. Um, and I am I am always open to having conversations about. It's, of course, it's become easier the past two years, but also, um, <laughs> it's, and, uh, and I, th- I think it's all I'm gonna say about that. But. Um, <laughs> never, I'm never not going to talk about that. Um, yeah. but you know, it's, uh, it's always interesting to me. You have actually, uh, you, and, I think you and Spencer probably have actually convinced me, uh, to be a little less to, to, to wear, to wear my Georgia fandom on my sleeve, but not let it define who I am in a way. Sure. Uh, I just find it to be really healthy. Uh, yeah. and I'm, i worry a little bit about uh, a little bit about Holly, but you know, I also understand Tennessee fans, on. Um, you know, you, you joke about being from, from Tampa, but it's not a joke. She's from Houston, Tennessee. And that's, yeah. there's no joking matter there. Right. Uh, right. So I just, well, I just, I just really want to say that I really appreciate kind of y'all's approach on fandom uh, because it also helps keep, uh, I think it kind of helps keep me grounded uh, with the, with the the French of Georgia fandom that has is ever growing and emerging with uh, the growing power of, of what is happening in Athens right now. Um, <laughs> It's just to be like, you know, it's I I've said it on the podcast before, and I'll I will say it again until it happens. Like, Georgia's gonna lose another the football game, right? It's gonna happen, right?
0: right.
2: Uh, and and more than likely, if it doesn't happen in Athens, uh, whatever school it happens at is going to pay the the five hundred thousand dollar fine.
0: <laughs> Rush the field,
2: it, right? should be happy with that, right? right we should embrace right, that,
0: right? How um, would that if that happens at the cocktail party? I guess it doesn't matter. It's just whoever rushes. Pays the opponent doesn't matter location necessarily.
2: Okay, I'm mean, I, th- I actually think the I think the city of Jacksonville should pay it.
0: That that um, seems
2: fair because yeah. they have all the money. That's right. um, they, um, some some more
0: coffee. I I think honestly, sub- so so I have two things I think working for me being a Florida fan in the way that you describe, and and I would also point out there are plenty of people who would say that I am like a real crummy Florida fan because I am not as gung-ho about it and i am not like as i'm not as bought in as some people would like a florida fan to be may, first may thing be back, Bianchi. yeah the first thing i have is that i the four years i was at florida was steve sprayers last year and mm-hmm. three years of Zook. so like i got i i to the extent and this is like unless you went to florida in like the 70s or something To the extent that you can say, like I went to Florida during a downtime, that was true for me, and so I sort of like have some appreciation for when things are good because of that. Like I, I'm sort of like, yep, I was at, I, I went to Coral, I went to the Orange Bowl and saw Florida blow, I think, a twenty four point lead to Miami. I saw that happen. I went to Knoxville and saw the Dallas Baker penalty that eventually led to Tennessee kicking the game winning field. Like I've seen a lot of stupid stuff and I've uh, I've, I've saw the Florida state game uh, in Gainesville, where I think this is right before replay came to the sec. There were three fumbles that should have gone Florida's way that didn't. And, and like, so, so I think like living through that has helped me appreciate that. Like when your team is good, you should be happy with that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't just assume like, well, now I deserve to be good forever. Now I deserve to root for an eleven-win team until every year until I die. Yeah, Another, it's good that you, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's good. It's good you you view that
2: because I, you know, people are like, how how can you be whatever it is? Yeah. I mean, as like, let me tell you something. I was in law school during Ray Golf. <laughs> I, I think I think that right there, you can end the sentence. Yes. But yes. I, I've seen. I have like my first game back after graduating from law school is I drove from Washington, DC to watch us lose to Vanderbilt at Homecoming. Right, right. I we I really can't come back from that. We <laughs> like, just can't. It's just like, okay, that's right. Happen. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, I saw a job. I like the game before I left. Yeah. Like I took a job at the University of Illinois and the yep. game literally the day before I left to drive to Champaign, I watched Joe Cox drive us back in a miracle to beat Buffalo. I mean, beat the Colorado Buffaloes. I, that should tell you. And I
0: yes, I, I, I remember this game.
2: <laughs> and I went to Buffalo. I went to Buffalo. I went to Boulder to watch us lose to Colorado. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it great to beat Alabama in the national championship? Oh yeah, right. It is like, is is it great to have a game finally that is a high size game that's like done by the first quarter? So you just enjoy the game.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it
2: suck? Does it absolutely suck to go to overtime? Well, it's a bad example because it's Georgia Southern. Um, sorry.
0: <laughs> I really swear to God. No,
2: no it's fine. But, but I, I, It's not as like, bad as yours losing Georgia Southern, but I'm still, does it suck to like celebrate beating Georgia Southern on the last second an right. overtime field goal? Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. And one thing I think that has been really pleasant about working in, like I don't, I've never had a job where my job was to focus on Florida. And the nice thing about sort of floating through the larger college football landscape is you get a better sense of like why this is supposed to be fun and why this is supposed to be uh, a communal experience. And the idea that you have to tie that to winning an SEC title, playing for the national championship, winning an like by nature. It's one thing to do that in the NFL. You've only got 32 teams. The playoffs big enough that like, you know, it's very rare that you there are only a few teams where you're like, oh, this team hasn't made the playoffs at all in five years, in 10 years, something like that. We have what I think four NFL teams that have never played in the Super Bowl. Right. In college football, if you reduce it to it's only fun if you are the best, like we are essentially saying. 120, 125 colleges and their fans are wasting their time. And I just don't think that's true. I don't think that like actually holds any water.
2: No, I agree with you. I I mean, I think there is, look, I work at the University of Illinois, speaking of Ronzik, during the Ronzik era. And um, on, you know, was the football awful? Yeah, but. (laughs) Was it also kind of cool to hang out and, and tailgate with a whole big 10 crowd that I never tailgated before? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Would I absolutely go to a random game at Iowa State? Would I go to Alaska? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely I would. Now I'm still I'm still kind of like so bought into Georgia that I'd have to schedule to run an off week or whatever. <laughs> but I'm I'm not opposed to doing that. Like I went to right. the week zero game, the Illinois Nebraska Week Zero game. A oh wow. Days. Yeah. Um and it was just like my buddy of mine was up there and was like, eh, I'm going to see him. We'll ride over to Champagne, watch a little college football. And it was fun, right? It's fun. And in the same way that I would, I just I think you're right. I think college football is big enough that um if you're willing to strip away the whole, which is, is really is frankly just a social media construct that you have to win it all for mm-hmm. your season to be successful. I, there's a lot of fun to be had out there.
0: Because, yeah, yeah, right, because, because... You know, look like if
2: look like if you're if you're UTSA, beating the hell out of North Texas is just as important as winning to Camille Bowl.
0: Right. Right? It right. Just is. And that's ideally, that is also the big difference between, you know, if you root for an NFL team, even the best teams are gonna lose three, four, <clears> five <throat> games a year. And so you don't necessarily, with a lot of exceptions, admittedly, you don't you don't live and die week to week. But college football is sort of meant to be a thing where you can feel the highs and the lows in a week-to-week way where, like, you know, we talked about this recently on the forecast. If Georgia Tech loses every game next year, but they somehow beat Georgia at the end of the year, there is nothing about the the losses that come before that that will dilute or lessen the feelings of joy and elation that would come from winning that game. There's, There's just not.
2: Yeah. And also as a Georgia fan, that's a worst case scenario right? <laughs> because not only, that, you know, at that point, you're not just, you're no longer just not playing for a national championship. You also lost to Georgia Tech. Yes. And, right. And you much, have to live
0: with that for a whole year and you lost to a bad Georgia Tech team. That long yeah.
2: too. As as much as, as much as my fellow Georgia fans say, "Oh, Georgia Tech is whatever lose their asses one time. Right.
0: I mean, right. It's
2: just it's just you wanna see how you wanna see how much it matters to you, lose to them. Don't beat yeah. them, lose to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I also I engage in a lot of like I won't do the thing where and I had to do this a lot during the World Must Champ years, where if the team is bad and it is personally frustrating to me, like I don't feel an obligation to be like, I'm gonna watch all the games anyway. I'm like I just won't do that to myself. There's always, there's always another option. I can always find out later what happened. There's nobody to stop. If, you know, if I turn the TV off and Florida's down 21 at halftime, there's no rule that says if they come back, I can't come back to the game, you know, like it doesn't work that way. So I do try to approach it from a, this is a thing I'm trying to enjoy. I'm not going to intentionally put myself into unpleasant situations. Just, to like reinforce my loyalty or something like that. That
2: that's very healthy. It's something I need to work with my parents, you know? <laughs> um, just because I I'm still just like I will I will sit and hate watch. I mean I literally yeah. I mean look I most most of the peach bowl was that way for me. I, I spent <laughs> almost I spent almost all the peach bowl like we're gonna lose this game we're gonna lose this game didn't progressively Matter about it. Um, but you know also I, it was worth it to watch at the end. Yeah sure um, yeah. So yeah it's 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 one of those. It's one of those things where um I think that's super healthy. Um you know, so you know, one last one last thing I, I wanted to to say is is I think one of the reasons I think one of the reasons I'm, i reach out to you on Twitter and in and, and like we banter back and forth is you <laughs> I, I find myself um consistently matching up when you utter the the phrase, uh and, and Scott, you'll need to beat this. Spencer. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's like every time I was like, yeah, nah, yeah that is right where I was at the same time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh, so it was, uh, it's, it's, it's funny to me, just like um, just the sensibilities there. And um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious. I, I assume or y- y'all do the, you do the show, uh, you do the show on zoom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Right.
2: Good. So you can see, you can see yep. Jason's yard and everything. Yep. Yeah. Um. Good. 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 Um. It's. It's also. It's. I. I always try to. 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 In my mind's eye, I try to get a sense of what. Like when I'm listening to podcasts, and I, I. I was thinking back to the the Michigan Library show, and um, just the chaos that must have been up on that stage, uh-huh. and how it gets replicated on the screen. <laughs>
0: It is at this point like a protracted trust exercise. Like, I think one of the reasons why we are comfortable working without a sh- show notes or an outline or whatever is we've done it enough that we sort of are comfortable passing the ball back and forth without ha- necessarily having a play called but also like pushing back on one another when it is funny or when it feels necessary or when it's just to like throw the energy off in a different way. Um, And I, I think what I, one of the reasons I really like being on the full cast is I would just listen to it. If it was, if I wasn't on the show, I would listen to it. I like the three of them and I like their, I, I like not just the way that, They work as a group, but they all think – Jason and Holly Spencer all think and talk about college football in very different ways and ways that I find challenge me in a variety of ways. Now, sometimes challenge me gets manifested as cursing Spencer out, gratefully, on the air. But at the same time, I recognize, like, I can't have that brain. I will never – see things the way spencer does and it is very fun to you don't get a lot of opportunities to talk to somebody who you're like oh you you really do like have a completely different perspective on something than i do
2: yeah and i think that 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 mirrors although with less frantic energy um kind of what we do just because Scott, Will, and I all come from such different backgrounds. I mean, right. Will, Will's relatively now This is only the 10th year of Georgia, I guess, 12th year of Georgia fandom because he met his wife.
0: And he's had it ago. easy. He's had it easy.
2: Yeah, he's kind of had, as he put it, he's like, you know, I show up and stuff got good. <laughs> uh, but um, I think that's, that's also good because I think the most interesting shows to me, the, look, that's, that's one of the reasons I, I love also watch, you know, you'll listen to, um, you know, uh, you know, splits on duo and some other things is because it's, it's it challenged me to think about the sport in a new way. Uh-huh. Uh, it's nothing, and there's nothing against other podcasts. It's just like, if it's just two guys that are just basically agree with each other or, or come from the same place that they're, they're both scheme guys or both recruiting guys, or they, they won't talk about the niceties of whatever. It's just not interesting to me because it's not, I don't learn anything. And that's, uh, right. that's probably the only holdover I have from going to law schools. So I like to learn um and that is uh i think that's that's kind of a that's a neat thing something y'all do really well thank you um all right well ryan i'm I'm, thank you so much for taking time. i tell tell people where they can find uh find what is going on and uh with the total implosion of vox what are you uh, besides the shutdown forecast what are you up to
0: uh i am freelancing a little bit here and there i don't know if i have like any projects that are I can talk about publicly, but I have like a couple that are, uh, are coming out shortly, or at least will be announced shortly that I'm excited about mostly lining up with college football season. And in the meantime, I'm just like bothering my co-hosts on the shutdown fullcast and enjoying that as much as I can. So yeah, it's been, uh, you can find us, you know, as they say, wherever you find podcasts, you can find me at celebrity hot tub on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, less and less on twitter these days but that's probably for my own benefit as well so
2: everybody's i think <laughs> um, anyway um so uh, and as usual to offer the offer stands to come to jacksonville uh it's uh, you know it's one of those crazy uh I, I go i go in cycles like after it and it doesn't matter whether georgia wins or loses yeah november i'm like i'm not coming back down here come on, yeah. I. yes it's, you know as much exciting <laughs> as to win it's like and then i get to jam it's like all right, fine. I'll just make a hotel reservation in case. And then yeah. I get to, I was like, well, I'm probably going to go. And then, and then you know, I, get to, I get to October. I'm just like, God, why is October so long?
0: This is look, I, I, I know we're trying to wrap up here, but like as much as people are sort of saying like, well, you know, this should move back to play it on the campuses. And, you know, why are we doing it in this, in this neutral site, NFL stadium, and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I think, it really, I, I have a hard time with people saying what the Florida Georgia game should become if they haven't been to it in Jacksonville. Like right. it is so weird. And so like, it's not the kind of thing you could cook up in a marketing lab. Like you couldn't oh. say like, this is the best way to present this game. This is the thing that makes the most sense. And it is that weirdness that makes me want to keep it in Jacksonville. I know that's like slightly more favorable to Florida in some senses, but like I, I, I am, I am biased towards like, no, we need to keep this extremely weird thing as long as we can, because as, as fun as it would be to like travel back and forth between Gainesville and Athens, like that's every other game on the schedule. I like that. This one is weird and different. I would like it to stay that way.
2: Yeah, look, I'm from um, you have no reason to know this about me, but I'm from I'm from Pierce County. I'm from Blackshire, Mm -hmm. and it is an hour and a half to Jacksonville Stadium. And on top of being a on top of being an easy game for people that part of the state to get to, um, there are enough both native Florida fans and bandwagon Florida fans down there that, Mm -hmm. It's worth having the game there yeah. for no other reason than just to provide stuff for people to talk about at ch- at church,
0: yes, Yes. Or Thanksgiving, or Thanksgiving, or whatever. 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 Yes, yes.
2: And, yes. And, but also, man, I, I think you're right. Unless you've actually gone to that game, it is. I the the way I try to describe it to people is like imagine a bowl game, but it's played between two teams that hate each other.
0: The every same, year, so, all the same energy. two
2: teams and. The fan bases are essentially the same thing they were in the forties yeah. and the sixties right? and the eighties, right? You know, and
0: unlike a bowl game, it, it occurs right at like the sweet spot of a season where it can yes. really push you one direction or the other.
2: It, it should matter a bunch. <laughs> um and you know, it's also it's it's probably one of the you know, three weeks in Jacksonville where the weather is likely to be nice. Although yes. I've been there, it's been 90. I've been there, yes. it's poured rain and been cold. Yep. But yep. Same. You know, still likely to be nice. Yep. And, um, you know, they're, I, we we could be playing that game in Columbus, Georgia <laughs> um, or something. I don't know. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, again, it could be a live oak. Oh, so, I right, mean, well, I appreciate you taking the time, Ryan. Sure. As, and as always, you're a, you're a smart and funny guy and I appreciate you taking the time.
0: Thanks for having me on, man.
1: And thanks so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're going to be more active as the college football season gets closer. And make sure also to follow Ryan on Twitter. You can follow him at Celebrity Hot Tub. Great, great handle. Uh, but um, but I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, please feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, maybe if you're thinking of a five-star, that would be really cool to help a uh, To help us get discovered by more people, even though we've been producing this for eight years, uh, still can't hurt to get a review. So uh, also check us out on YouTube. We have a YouTube page, Waiting Since Last Saturday. We are going to try to do more video content this year because, I mean, every other podcast is doing it. I'm a video editor. We should do videos on YouTube as well. So yeah, Waiting Since Last Saturday on YouTube and uh, and, share it with all your friends. Thanks again for Ryan. For joining us on the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. And Tony, great job on the interview. Only a handful of weeks till college football season. We're excited, you're excited, and we'll see you on campus very soon. And as always, go, dogs.